Hey friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 229 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, we're talking about safety, which maybe seems a little bit boring, but I promise you, this is a good one. I'm also asking you the question, do you feel safe? Why am I asking that? You're just gonna have to tune in to find out. But first, DJ, gimme that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro by. Three, two, one. Hey friends, Maestro here, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of Maestro on the Mic. Let's hop on in to this. So we're talking about safety. If you've been following, you know, my Instagram, the past two long episodes, especially of uh, this podcast, then you know the names Nick Strack and James Olivia Chu. Hillman. I will drop both of their information in the show notes, but they basically like, you know, it's like blown my mind, just opened up my world. Just They've put to words and so succinctly and just so just so, so crisply what I've been thinking. And I was like, holy smoke. So one of the things that we discussed um, was this concept of safety. And this started on, it started after the episode that I did with Nick Strack. Um, and I think I've talked about this in the past shorty, but I'm going to talk about it again today because it's just been on my mind so much. So in that that shorty, the, excuse me, in that long episode we did afterwards, uh, I was talking to Nick and it came up and I was like, you know, I really try to create a safe space. And they were, they were just like, you know, that's, that's great, but you can't really do that. And I was like, say what? And they were just like, yeah, because, you know, everyone defines their own safety and, I asked, you know, James Olivia to, uh, you know, expand on this. So I'll drop, I'll drop both of their information. I'll drop the episodes in there. But basically, from the two of them, you know, combined, what what I took from that was that safety can be thought of as the degree to which we feel we can control a situation. All right. One more time, safety can be thought of as the degree to which we feel we can control a situation. Therefore, I cannot really create a safe space for you because I don't know what makes you feel like you're in control of that situation, you know, a hundred percent. I can kind of guess about certain things, but at the end of the day, I, I, you know, my safety is not your safety to quote my, my good friend, Dr. Laura. So, you know, as such, we technically can't create that space for someone else. I'm going to kind of jump ahead maybe a little bit or just kind of go on a tangent in a little bit. And during the workshop that James Olivia put on, um, they said, when you go from awareness to action, you fall into saviorism. And I was also blown away by that. And, you know, I could probably soften the words there and say, if you go from or when you go from uh, directly from awareness to action, you can fall into saviorism. 
But um, the concept there being that there are there's steps in between being aware of something and then actually taking action. And I really want to point this out because with everything that's going on, and again, I don't say everything that's going on in a way to like downplay what's going on. I'm just like literally trying to encompass everything with everything that's going on. One of the things, especially surrounding racism, supremacy, culture, things like that, one of the things that we see is that people do want to help, but they are jumping right from awareness into action and they're missing a whole bunch of steps and, and actually, quite frankly, causing problems. And yeah, typically, you know, we start talking about things when it causes a problem for us and it's causing a problem for me. So I'm, I'm saying it um, where people are try you know again it's coming from a good place but they're calling other people out who they shouldn't be calling out i don't really believe in this call out culture they're calling people out who shouldn't be calling out they're not actually trying to have discussions it's like they're just kind of shouting uh and it's not helpful so i get where you're coming from but there are some other steps in between there and there's a there is a better way to do it in my opinion which i think really you know focuses on circles around stem uh, focuses on having discussions and having direct discussions and not just calling people out, uh, not just doing things in the freaking comments section of someone's post. It's not even my post, of other people's posts. And just like basically calling out, the, you know, calling people out in the comments section for no reason. And that's not going to get anyone anywhere. You have to have discussions because you're going right from awareness to action. And that can lead to saviorism and, and kind of performative allyship. And that's not what we need right now. So, James Olivia was gracious enough to help me out because I was like, well, like, what the heck can we do then? If I can't create a safe space, like, like we, what? Because that, what, what? And basically, if you listened to the last episode, uh, you check stuff out on, on social media, they said, mind your business. And, you know, my brain goes into... Uh, gifts and such. And I kept thinking about the gif um, of Will Smith when he's like, mind your business, just mind your business. And so we spoke about that in the last episode. If you haven't caught it, again, I know I don't plug that episode a lot, but these two episodes were just really just so freaking good. And what they meant and what I interpreted it to mean is what we can do is we can work on ourselves, right? Then create a space for, excuse me, then create a safe space for ourselves, and then do some critical thinking and ask why that space feels safe. I had a lot of steps there because, you know, I think that it, if we just focus solely on like, do I feel safe? I think that's a great start, but I, I don't necessarily think that it encompasses enough, which is, again, I'm going to plug this person again. James Olivia does a bunch with what they call right relations and right relationships. And I think that's remarkable when we start to look at how we're interacting and how we're relating with other other people. Um, so first step, work on yourself, aka check in on our own fuckery and see what kind of supremacy culture, overculture, patriarchal, racist, capitalistic, whatever uh, views, values that we are upholding and look to work on our own shit. And then we can worry about, you know, how we were relating to others. Um, we have to start from that that super solid, uh, that super solid place. In terms of you know creating safety, one of the other things, and I, I spoke about this with my mafia. One of the one of the other biggest things, and it's something that I try to do with social media, is just again leading by example. 
working on myself. And one of the things that, that we can see is that it's very difficult to change. It can be, feel very scary to change. And this is where we're going to start talking about more about safety. It can feel, quite frankly, unsafe for people to change. Perhaps you've been having some frustrating discussions either with other people or with yourself, and you're just like, how are you not getting this? How can you think this? And I'm going to ask that, and maybe the discussion is with yourself again, I'm going to ask that we take a step back and say, and, or, and ask, does that other person feel safe? Why does the thought of change scare them? Perhaps it's that in order to change, they have to lose their identity. Granted, it may not be an identity that we believe in or that we support, but that doesn't matter. It's still hugely scary for them. They don't feel safe. I'm going to steal or maybe I say borrow a quote from my best guy, Dr. Perry Nicholson. And he always says, stability rules the movement road. And stability moves, rules the movement road. If I translate that to, to kind of life, if you want to move, aka if you want to change, you must feel safe. If that safety isn't there, you're going to have a really difficult time moving, changing, growing. So we, again, we can't force that in anyone else. We can't control others. All that we can do is work on ourselves. So I'm going to link that article. I, I linked it in the last episode as well. I'm going to link that article, um, the Tema Okun's article about white supremacy culture. Again, I really like to look at it just in terms of supremacy culture in general. Uh, and look at the the central tenets. Look at the characteristics of supremacy culture. And this is what I've been doing, right? I'm looking at it and saying, how am I upholding these things? Where, where do I have room for improvement? And then, you know, how do I create a safe space? What feels safe to me? And let me dissect that and see why does it feel safe? Does it feel safe for perhaps reasons that are within this, you know, Supremacy culture within this, any kind of relational fuckery, as James Olivia would say, within any kind of like, you know, racist thoughts or, um, you know, patriarchal thoughts. Why does this feel safe? And then go from there. But like I said in a previous episode, it change will start with me. And that change is only possible when there is that feeling of safety. So if we're looking to, you know, in a time where we, it may feel super, super, super overwhelming, right? And there's just like, oh my goodness, there's so much, there's, we're against so much. You can't control anybody else. You can't control making them feel safe. You can't control their actions. All that you have control over are your own attitudes and your own efforts and what you're doing. So what I'm doing is taking a look at my own shit, trying to clean up my own fuckery and create that safety. You know, if I just look at things like social media, I've seen the most impact by me just doing things, not by me telling people to do things and telling and telling and telling. There's, you know, there may be something there, eh, but I see the most 
impact when I do it. And I've, you know, been doing all these TikToks and people are writing to me and they're like, the things that you are doing, they are inspiring me to go and do my own stuff. And it's just like, well, there you go. Uh, looking inward first, focusing on, on yourself and doing those things. So if we bring it back, I'm going to wrap this up soon, but if we bring it back into this idea of safety, the nervous system is queen. You folks know I say it all the time. The nervous system is queen. As such, if we want more mobility, if we want more strength, if we want change, she's got to feel safe. Next point, the degree to which you can perform an action is most governed by the degree to which you believe you can control that action. So if we're thinking about it from the movement perspective, your ability to run, jump, you know, lift weights is governed by the degree to which your nervous system believes you can control that. Are you safe? Same deal with changing our beliefs. Is it safe to change it? Am I going to lose my family? Am I going to lose my support system? Am I going to lose myself? Those are very scary questions. And as such, those things cannot be rushed. So if it's you speaking to yourself, perhaps, or speaking to somebody else, and you're like, oh my God, this is so frustrating. Understand what's at the heart of that and how big these things really are. So what can we do then when we, when we are seeking change? First, we must look to impart safety. And that starts with you. It doesn't start with pointing a finger and giving facts to other people because we know facts alone do not make people feel safe. They do not change things. If you're looking at safety, it's going to start with you working on yourself, exuding that. People will feel that. Allow yourself to make mistakes. Allow yourself to stumble through things. Create an environment that is safe to change. Others will feel that. Others will follow along. It may take forever. And I've said this before, you know, I talk, said it in a, uh, in, a, in a post that basically the enormity of a situation is not justification for its avoidance or the enormity of an action. And basically, there's a bunch that we need to clean up. And I do not think that we're going to see resolution of things with that within our lifetime. That is by no means justification to not try. That is by no means justification to not get started. That is by no means justification to not wear a mask, right? Change starts with me. Imparting safety starts with me. It starts with the individual. Mind your business. All right, that's it. That was a kind of short even there. That's not, that's not as long as I thought it was going to be, so I'm happy about that. I'm not going to ask you for any likes, any subscriptions, or anything like that. You folks have been phenomenal. You're hitting me up in the DMs. You're listening. You're moving and growing with me. And for that, I am endlessly, endlessly, endlessly grateful. All of the notes and such, the links will be in the show notes. If you have any questions, please reach out, DM me, text me, email me, whatever. Together we rise. All right, that's all that I got for you. Until next time, friends, maestro, 